the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver. Uh, We've been doing this 26 years and counting. And nobody does it better than we do. And humility prevents me from saying any more than that. But, you know, gold, that old washed-up relic, the only thing that's been money, and it's been money for thousands of years. Uh, Of course, right now, uh, we have a a figment of imagination of money. The endless money-printing Looks like it is catching up with everybody around the world. Uh, the Federal Reserve yesterday raising interest rates another three quarters of a percent. And, and Jason, uh, Jay Powell's talking tough again yesterday. Put it this way. You know what? The, the very astute Jason Walker. Yeah, I said astute and Jason in the same sentence. He pointed out. As Jay Powell was testifying, because, you know, everything's made for TV now. So they got to have a press conference to explain to people, because we're too stupid to understand it for ourselves, uh, why they're doing what they're doing. But the big thing that disappeared was, well, we're going to have to wait for the data. Right, we're going to have to see what the data says. Apparently, Jay Powell and his buddies, Jason, have seen enough, and they know inflation isn't going anywhere. Yeah, you were because uh, you listened to the comments. I didn't uh, sit and listen to his comments, so you were giving me a play-by-play. And based off what you were telling me, I, what I was hearing was he, uh, he, he always says, well, we'll do this if the information says it, or we might do that. Uh, what he said was, uh, we're not lowering rates. Until, and and he wasn't talking about any data. It was, it was almost you know it would have, what he didn't say is we have the data. We know what's going to happen. So he's making decisions based off information they have. He just doesn't want to say it out loud because he knows a lot of weak need uh, people in the markets would uh, they did probably shatter with the bad news. Yeah, and again we've had an interesting uh, Federal Reserve week this week. You know normally. The normal rule of thumb when it comes to the Fed is they come out, they're doing the rate hikes, the dollar rallies, uh, the stock market claps, right? Oh, oh yeah, Jay Powell. And uh, easy money, all that stuff. Uh, gold and silver fall. Uh, the the exact opposite happened. Uh, gold and silver, uh, are they're not up huge, but they're up. Uh, the Dow was down another 525 points yesterday, uh, down again today. Right now, it's trying to stay above 30,000. Uh, early this morning, it hit the it it hit the lows of the year. Uh, I I don't know anything can happen, uh, but I I feel like 
we're going to go, we're getting ready for that next leg down uh, on Wall Street because the realities are even at three to three and a quarter percent. Uh, Jay Powell yesterday, uh, things are, are going to still go higher. And then this morning we got jobless claims. So here's the issue they have. The biggest issue is, yeah, we're, 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 the economy's slowing down, but People aren't getting laid off in mass, and you know the unemployment rate is still low. Wages are still red hot. Uh, first time jobless claims. So we remember we had that spike kind of early in the summer, right? Started in June and into July, right? The layoffs uh, were rising, and we were following it, and then all of a sudden they, they went right back down again. Only 213,000 people filing for jobless claims, continuing claims, which has been rising, uh, ebbed a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, but, but Jason, again, I don't think we're going to start seeing that, that layoff pendulum swing. Uh, I, I still think we're a month or two away, which just means that we're going to get even more rate hikes. I, I, I actually think we're going to be over 4% on a Fed funds rate before the end of this year. Yeah, I agree with that, and it's, it's interesting because uh, not not too long ago, they, they, there were so many jobs out there. People, they weren't, people weren't, you know, businesses weren't getting the uh, jobs filled. So obviously that's changed quite a bit. But now with the inflation, Joe, and there's no stimulus being handed out currently, I think a lot of people are – filling as many job openings as they can. People are getting more jobs right now. They have to make ends meet. So it's funny, as long as there's jobs to be had, and there are still jobs out there, they may not get that lower jobs that they need to change that uh, situation they want, Joe. So it's uh, it's based with the holiday season coming. uh, Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Target announced uh, their hiring, uh, holiday hiring. Remember, Walmart uh, shocked everybody yesterday by how few Walmart or Target said, "Hey, we're going to hire less, but not that much less. A hundred thousand is is Target's number. Uh, they were a hundred and thirty thousand, so it's it's not as bad as Walmart. But why do I got? Uh, I just have this feeling that uh, uh, Target's going to be hiring a lot of people that are going to be working like one shift a week." Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm not in that job market, Joe, and I've, I've uh, of course, I've seen teenagers, uh, you know, my my son's friends and, and jobs. And I, I see that stuff going on, but I, uh, you, you know, it's different. Yeah, it used to be five days a week, right, or, or part time, you know, and, and and now, yeah, you're right. There's such a we, it's such a different job market that everyone just wants to hire you for part time because no one wants the responsibility of a full time employee. It's, you know, we haven't really talked about it a lot lately, but it's I think it's just gone from bad to worse when it comes to part time job guys out there. Yeah, more people than ever working multiple jobs. When we get back, did our luck finally run out? There's a hurricane developing, and it's got its eyes set on the Gulf. We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. And, and before we get into the hurricanes, just it's a tough spot. This is exactly what, what we are envisioning. Think about how long Jason and I have been talking about what we, we, we are naming it that double Great Depression, right? When uh, the, the Federal Reserve and Janet Yellen and Jay Powell and 
uh, Jim Cramer, all these yahoos on the stock channels were talking about soft landings. We were like, that's not what the data says. As much as, you know, it, it's the old, uh, it's kind of like Fauci and COVID. Follow the science. But they weren't following the science. Well, it's the same thing here. Uh, they weren't following the data. And, and, and today's jobless claims number, again, I'm still saying 50 basis points in six weeks. But, Jason, right now, uh, I'm worried it, it's going to be to the upside. We could very well see another 75. We could see a dollar or a dollar. We could see a whole point uh, in six weeks uh, if inflation stays where it's at or if it goes higher, right, I think they'll be forced again. Yeah, uh, Joe, we were talking yesterday, and, and uh, the year over year in 2021, in, in the months that we're in now, the, uh, the let's just say the July, the June, July, August, September, uh, they were in the fives year over year from 2020 to 2021. But when you get to the October number, I think it's 6.2, uh, and then it gets higher, sevens and eights, as, as where we're at now. So, so if if the numbers stay the same or go up, when the year over year was going up, you know, the, the last few months of this year, Joe, if, if we have eight. Nine, if we're in that range at all in the next few months, and especially this next one, if it's eight and a half or higher, the CPI, I, I believe they go to a point. I mean, that, that's how bad that's going to get because the, the Fed's going to freak out if it's go if it's let's just say it's eight point seven. The Fed's going to freak out knowing that the next number is going to be year over year over a, a six point two from October of last year. They're going to really, yeah, really be freaking out, Joe. They're they're, they're going to have I, to push it hard. I don't recall ever hearing a Fed chief utter what Jay Powell uttered yesterday, talking about, yeah, we need people to lose their jobs. Yep. Flat out said it. We need the unemployment rate to go up. We need the job market to cool down. Uh, one reporter, you know, they were talking about the unemployment rate, uh, something like in the low fours is where they were talking. They wanted it. And one reporter's like, so you're telling me you want 1.3 million people to lose their jobs? And, and, and essentially, uh, Jason, I don't think I've ever heard that from a central banker before, that we need people to, to be fired. Yeah, it means it's broken. That's, what, that's, that's how you translate that. It's broken. And, you know, here's the thing. Like I just said, there's no right now that, you know, if, if they really wanted to help the people out, this is the time the Democrats should be putting stimulus out. Instead, they're going to have they're going to have a competitive job market where they won't have to raise the wages anymore, Joe, because people are going to work a lower wage just to make ends meet. That's where we're headed for. That's why I don't think the job numbers will go down. I think people are going to have to make money at any way they can, Joe. So that's. It's uh, we're reversing everything from a year ago, and we've been really lucky with energy, and our luck may have just run out. We'll know in the next twenty-four hours or so. But apparently, they've got one of these tropical depressions. They think it's going to become the next name storm, Hermine. And this one is located in the Southern Caribbean Sea. They're saying all the conditional, this is prime, you know, hurricane season. They believe it's going to not only intensify very quickly, but to become a major hurricane next week. 
and they say that the computer models are saying landfall somewhere in the eastern Gulf, uh, in between the eastern Gulf and the, the Florida Straits. Uh, and, of course, if it's in that eastern Gulf area, Jason, that's Refinery Alley. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and <laughs> that's, that'll make, you know, when Germany is decommissioning their nuclear power plants and, and of course, America's are not going to drill anymore and we're going to cut production and uh, it's all, this is, this, they're waiting for something like this to happen. It's almost like they're, they're like, well, we can only do so much. We don't want to get blamed for completely manipulating, which is what they're doing. They, it's almost, this goes almost to Dane Wigington territory. Like, you know, let's manufacture an emergency so we don't have to be blamed for the, emer- you know, the, the energy problems that are going to happen. Because it seems like, Joe, that what, everything they're doing is they want this to happen. They want uh, energy to go into astrologically high pricing for whatever changes we're getting ready to head into. Yeah, and, and again, like I said, it was just a freak year. Yep. Uh, you know, the, like we had that one hurricane that hit, uh, what was it, Puerto Rico, uh, and then took a right turn. Right, and and it's going to go up near Canada, but outside of that, there really hasn't been uh, much of a whimper at all. Uh, and then, of course, right as you know, of course, it makes sense. Hey, right as everybody's realizing, oh wait, they're just pumping millions of barrels out of that reserve to cover it up. So we really didn't know. And like I said all along, the the elections. What what's the election? November eighth. So conveniently, conveniently, right, hey, we're going to stop pumping out of the strategic oil reserve at the end of October. Uh, so that way, gas prices look better until the election. Right after that, uh, it's going to get worse. And now all of a sudden, here comes the first hurricane. It's not there yet. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Listen, let's hope it doesn't happen. But the computer models uh, actually got worse because they, they, we I first saw it yesterday, and it looked like it was going to happen, but it looked like mostly it was going to just hit Florida. Today, it looks like it, it definitely is going to happen, and now they're saying, eh, it looks like it's maybe going to go more left, which means New Orleans. Oh, boy. Yeah, and uh, the Mississippi River—that's that's the uh, kind of the whole entire economy of of, of America. So anytime, anytime it hits in that area, it's uh, tremendously uh, troubling for everybody. So and not just oil, Joe. So that's why uh, when Katrina hit, it was such a bad thing because it just disrupted everything. So uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see. We have we've had several years with really not not any hurricane problems. Really, it's not just been this year. Yeah, yeah, and and. and uh and again, I hope it doesn't happen, but it's right now. I don't like how it's looking right now. We'll know more, I think, uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, by this weekend, we'll know for sure. This is something that if it happens, it's going to happen next week. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, last night while you guys were sleeping, I was awake. You guys were sleeping. The Japanese yen started collapsing. So we've been watching the Japanese yen uh, it's been trying to, last week, the, the Japanese central bank kind of drew its line in the sand and said, we're not going to let the, the yen weaken, uh, any more than 145 yen to the dollar. Last night, it broke through that. It was on its way, uh, 146, 147. I mean, this thing was on a rocket ship to 150. 
the Japanese Central Bank had no choice. Early this morning, uh, the Japanese Central Bank stepped in to protect the, the, the Japanese yen. And Jason, they had to go on a massive uh, yen buying streak. It, it's got the yen uh, at least back under that 145. Uh, it's about 142, 143. But something very obviously just tells you how broken these things are. Remember, China yesterday attacking the United States and their quote-unquote strong dollar. That's not strong at all, uh, but putting everybody in this bad place. But to give perspective, how this is a perilous position the whole world's in because we're tied together whether we like it or not. We know the problems in Europe. The Japanese 10-year government bond. So we know here, right, when we talk about bonds in the United States, unless you specifically specify a year, if you're just saying, hey, the, you know, the bond, when people quote the bond yield, it's the 10-year note that they quote. Uh, by the way, up big again today here, U.S. 10-year note 3.7, U.S. 2-year uh, note for, uh, approaching 4.2%. Uh, everything's getting more expensive. But the Japanese 10-year note, there has not been a single trade, not one, in the last 48 hours. The last time something like this happened was in the 90s there in Japan. Not one single buyer has bought a 10-year note in Japan in 48 hours, Jason. The Central Bank of Japan yesterday performed a quote-unquote foreign exchange check, singling their, singling their intent to dump their vast holdings of u.s treasuries <laughs> and then up here well so let me tell you what they have to do so so to give to give perspective on that we're going to buy our own currency and we're going to sell u.s dollars yep. right we're going to try to strengthen our currency and we're going to try to weaken the dollar and notice what's happening to bond rates it's, it's continuing to explode higher uh as japan has been signaling hey listen uh, we're the largest holders of treasuries, and we don't want to be anymore. Right, and then the, you, like you said, they tried to they strengthen the yen a little bit to try to keep it up, and then immediately the Turkish lira starts falling drastically. Uh, right here, the uh, Deutsche Bank. This guy Tim Baker says the Japanese yen will unlikely strengthen from here on out. So this is, he's like basically saying this is the best they can do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They have no options. They really don't. I mean, I said it a few weeks ago. Uh, the Japanese yen should probably be at two or three hundred. Probably should be, uh, because uh, look, look at what I just said. Could you imagine what would happen here if the federal government, if the central bank, uh, the major bank said, "Hey, nobody came to the ten-year auction today. Yep. Nobody showed up to buy our debt." Uh, and, of course, the Japanese central bank is the one buying all the debt there. Uh, and our central bank, this is another storm I don't think they anticipated when they started this quantitative tightening. Wait a minute, we're trying to dump bonds. But, wait, the Japanese are dumping them. The Chinese are dumping them. The Europe, yep. Everybody's dumping them. 
10 days ago, listen to this, Japan, you have a weak currency. I think most people envision, well, then now that that country is really in in trouble. It it doesn't exactly work that way. Here's 10 days ago, Japan warns against abrupt yen moves. Another senior Japanese official has spoken out about the weak yen, promising measures to ease the impact of movement in the yen. What that just means dumping treasuries, doesn't it, Joe? It's, It's everything I'm reading is all about, hey, they've already dumped a billion or 100 billion, right, recently, Joe? That, that's going to be more, gonna be more and, and of the, that. The, the pace is going to continue. They have no choice because think about this. Uh, their currency's really essentially lost 50% of its value this year. Uh, Japan is very dependent upon imports, right? We, we know this. They're, they're, they're surrounded by water. They need all of their energy, uh, all of their oil, their gas, all of those things. Uh, they, 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 they got to. So they're a country that buys in dollars. So they've got to take their yen and, and buy dollars to buy crude oil, as an example. Well, earlier this year, at the beginning of this year, it took 100 yen to get $1. Well, last night, it got to 146, 147, right? And so Japan stepped in to get it down to 142. But think about this. You need 40% more yen to get to that that one dollar, uh, so you can see the the, the effects that it will, will have, uh, and this is what China was complaining about yesterday. Japan is complaining about it today, uh, and here's the problem, Jason. I don't think it's going to work. Right, which is why I read this ten days ago. Japan warns against abrupt yen moves. They're ba- they're warning, right? They're saying, Joe, you bet, better not crap on the yen, <laughs> right? And it happened last night. It happened last night, and it's going to happen again. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Pizza Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, silver has been disappearing very quickly. I, I'm going to just warn everybody uh, from here, probably through the rest of the year, be patient when you have silver in your order. Um, right now, we yesterday, the girls bought the last of the junk bags that were readily available. Uh, they're still out there, but we're, we're two to three weeks out. Uh, we have some silver rounds uh, available. They're two to three weeks out right now, uh, but we have them available at $540 a roll. Uh, it's the only way to buy silver below like $32 an ounce. Uh, so we're at 27 here on silver rounds, uh, at 800-951-0592. That's almost $10 an ounce less than a silver eagle, Jason. Uh, it's more than $5 an ounce less than what you can get junk silver for. Uh, but, but all silver right now, just plan on waiting. It, it, that's uh, that's the, the, the situation as it stands. There's nothing we. It's uh, it's all like silver grows on trees, right, Joe? We can't just harvest some and give it to you. We have to. We have a market we have to to deal with. And uh, yeah, three weeks, Joe. It's, it just seems crazy. You should be able to just order the stuff and get it in, right? But uh, yeah, and, and I'm going to say three. Usually, we'll go faster than that. But again, this is silver. Anything is possible. Silver has really performed. Very, very well. Uh, normally, after a Fed rate hike, you're going to get two or three weeks 
uh, where everybody uh, stops worrying about it because the next Fed meeting six weeks away. Uh, if we're going to get some dollar softness, that's where it's going to be. Uh, I actually expect to see silver back in the 20s uh, and, and really marching higher uh, from here. Uh, and again, the inventory levels, uh, there, there's just, there, it's just flying out of vaults everywhere. Uh, that's not that long to wait, a couple of weeks here. Uh, silver rounds, $540 today at 800 951 Silver right now, 1960 uh, it's been as high as 1990 today, uh, so uh, silver showing a lot of strength here. We talked about rates. We've talked about Jay Powell. We talked about how the fact of the matter is is he wants people to get fired. We briefly talked about how much this interest is going to cost the government. We've got some numbers in. Now, I want you to, to think about this. Fiscal year 2022 ends next week. So uh, the 31st of September, that's the last day of fiscal year 2022 for the federal government, which just means we went six months, October, November, December, January, February, March, where we still had rates at zero. And then the Fed started, remember the quarter of a point at the end of March, April 1st, quarter of a point. Already, interest on the debt between 2021 and 2022 is up 30%. And that didn't even count the rate hike from yesterday. Right, so, uh, and again, Jay Powell saying, hey, we're not done. We're going to be over five, well over $500 billion in interest on the debt this year. People are saying next year's number, Jason, will approach a trillion dollars just on interest payments. Yeah, that that was going to happen no matter what kind of economics we have going on in this country. That, that the interest on the payments are going to go up. So with the inflation, it's just going to uh, create an even worse situation. And and have the rates going up obviously makes the, in, the interest paid on the debt uh, uh, spiral up. But uh, you know, Joe, this is one of those, those games they play on us. Uh, you know, the the you know we we question you question a lot. Why are they just raising it three quarters of a point and a half a point, and, and they're just kind of tailing behind it? Because one of the games they play, Joe, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get myself out of that game is is the year over year numbers. How is it compared to last year? How is it? Right. So if you just damage it a little bit in 2022, then you can damage it a little bit if you have the ability to kick that can down the road, damage it a little bit more in 2023. And then you just say, well, compared to 2022, it wasn't as bad. It's still worse, but it's, you know, it, but what you got to look at is where was it two years ago before all this stuff happened? Where was it before How coronavirus? Bad is it? Right. Yes. Right. You got to look and at Jason's it before. Doing that. Jason was doing that earlier today with the inflation numbers. Hey, remember what was it, October or November? It's October. Of, of six, last year when they, retired, when they retired transitory, remember? Yes. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> so think about it now. So we're eight nine percent. Well, last year, right? These numbers started really ticking up at the tail end. We're going to be at you know see you know the the five six seven percent. All of a sudden, you add them together, you're almost at twenty percent. 
Correct. And that's what they don't want you to look at because they just give you these annual numbers. Well, things are happening more than just last year. And I mean, coronavirus and the 2019, that's where this thing really heated up, Joe. This is where, this is where uh, their, their fake recovery of 2008 started to show its real colors was 2019. And now we're here, right? right? And now it's like a controlled burn, isn't it? That's what it feels like they're trying to do. They're soft landing. It's, it feels more like a controlled burn. And I don't think they're going to control it for very long, Joe. Well, I'm going to say this. I just doesn't it make sense now? Remember the story we broke about Janet Yellen yesterday? She's been traveling everywhere, having these little private meetings that we're, you know, not that privy to, saying that we need to raise taxes. Well, I think I just found out why. Just interest rates alone, just interest rates alone are going to add in over a two-year period from 2021 to 2023. Almost a trillion dollars more in interest payments alone, and, and so where's that? That we 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 got to make some up some of that money somewhere, Jason. Yeah, yeah, they you know, they have these books. You know, never mind the fact that the Fed can print and, and make all those uh, criminals in in Washington on Wall Street. You know, they can cover their ends by just printing and giving it out. But for us, the taxpayers, uh, you know, the slaves to the system. Well, if we can't make this balance at least partially, because we're always having a uh, higher debt every year that the debt gets higher, but they just can't have it. They can't have it go up three, four trillion in one year, Joe. They, they don't want that, at least not today. So they have to say, well, how do we? It's, it's all money in, money out, and there's just not enough money coming in for the money that's going out. So you are going to have to do it. You listening to the show, you're going to be the one to do it. Yep, we got one line open right now. Uh, U.S. Silver rounds here. Uh, 540 roll at 800-951-0592. I'm chasing some gold here. I, uh, I'm waiting on an email. I'm hoping to get one soon. Uh, so stick with us. We're going to be right back. 800-951-0592. Two lines open. Silver rounds at 540. Uh, Brittany just, we got the, the email. Brittany just brought it in here. Uh, we've got 75 more $5 liberties. Jason, we're going to do these at $540. Take advantage. Fractional gold has been absolutely on fire. Uh, this is a, a great price on $5 liberties. I mean, think about it. What, about six, eight weeks ago, th- these were 600 bucks. So uh, this is a huge savings here, $540 on, on $5 liberties and $540 on silver rounds. So there you go. It's the 540 special, 800-951-0592. And I just want to throw this out there. How bad is it going to be? Right? So we went from... No inflation to transitory inflation to, okay, uh, soft landing to we're not stopping until inflation's back below 2% and we need people to get laid off. That's what he said yesterday. I mean, I've never seen it before, right, Jason? But let's put this in perspective because we know, go back to the 87 crash. That was bad, right? The, the, The tech bubble. That crash was was worse. 
the financial crisis, right? That was worse. Here's what we know. Every one of those crashes was followed by more money printing. We dwarfed, you could take the money printing from all three of those crashes, combine them, and you're only at about 25% of the amount of money they've been printing behind our back for the last 15 years. So we've never had a boom like this. We've never had interest rates this low for this long ever. Remember, interest rates had never been zero before. And to be essentially zero outside of an 18-month period for 15 years, never before. We've never had an economy more screwed up right now, right? I mean, think about it. We don't know what to do. All the CEOs are saying uh, things are slowing down, but yet... Job market's still red hot. Inflation's raging out of control. We've never had bigger asset bubbles. Think about it. How many times have we said with Wall Street that every single metrics, going back to the Great Depression, never had we had a bigger asset bubble. Never have we ever had bigger debt bubbles. Look at what happened last night. They're trying to act like it was no big deal. Japan had to jump in to save its currency and start selling dollars. And, and oh, by the way, they haven't had a 10-year note sell in two days. Well, It'll and, be fine. And, Joe, uh, we never – here's the thing. It's basic economics, what you're talking about. Uh, n- never been here. You know, Rates been low for so long. Well, it has to be. The rates have to be low for this long because the, ne- the national debt's never been this high. You just talked Remember about Janet Yellen go big. What yep. does she think now? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think now, Janet? Idiot. And you know what? The, the, How about the, the Federal Reserve note, Joe, the, the Federal Reserve note is so bad. The value of it has been destroyed so bad that we have a special for five hundred and forty bucks on five dollar liberties. And not twenty years ago, you could have bought a twenty dollar liberty for that much, a full ounce of gold. You can only when get a quarter of an ounce here. of gold on that. And it has nothing to do with the gold, Joe. It's hey. just the Federal Reserve notes. I've been here 20 years. The first $20 gold piece I sold, I want to say it was $350 or $335. Right now, now a 20, right? Now a 5 is 540. On sale. On sale. That's right. On sale. Thank you, Jason. On sale. How about the misallocation of capital? Right where where the oh wind and solar when we need oil and natural gas. So what do you think really is going to happen? Right, we're going to have a, a little. A re, well, oh, don't worry, it's just going to be a baby recession. Really, that's what you think. Right? Oh, somehow we're going to have a, a, a soft landing. We just had our Fed governor come out on national TV and say, "Hey, I need people to get fired." That's how bad inflation is. I need people to get fired. I will raise rates as high as I need to until you're fired. What do you think that's going to do? What do you think miraculously uh, they got a little counter? Well, there's one person fired. Oh, there's three. There's ten. Uh, there's there's a hundred. 
Uh, there's a thousand, hundred fifty thousand. You think they got like a little clicker and they're counting how many people go up? Oh, up, oh, we got to one point three million. Okay, we can just stop now and everything's going to be fine. God, I wish it worked that way. Don't, don't you, Jason? Yeah. Well. Up, oh, hey, we just fired one point three million people. Okay, okay. Time out now. Never mind what that'll do. <laughs> it, it's just incredible the idiocracy that they, they 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 sit there. You know what's so funny? They say it with a straight face. They say it with a straight face. They want you to believe. Okay, don't panic. Don't panic, Dad. I hope you guys are taking care of your other investments. I know, uh, obviously, get that gold and silver put away. Uh, but if you're not taking care of your other investments. You're in for a rude, rude awakening. If you've already taken a big hit, uh, it, you're get, get ready for another one. If you don't want to take it, call my son. I keep telling you, 602-909-9048. Give Joey a call. At least try to hedge yourself here, Jason. This thing's going to get ugly. Exactly, Joe, exactly. And uh, the only thing I don't think it's easy to predict is the velocity, how fast it's going to happen. Is it going to be slow and grinding, or is it going to happen all at once at some point and really go down? Or maybe a little of both, right, Joe? We always have a handful of huge days that do the majority of the damage to Jason's point. Gradual, gradual, bam! Gradual, gradual, bam! Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Got gold up four dollars here, sixteen seventy-two. Uh, silver's up about ten cents here, nineteen fifty-six. The Dow uh, down about a hundred points, uh, sixty points, seventy points away from breaking below thirty thousand. Uh, the S and P's down twenty-five. The Nasdaq's down a hundred and forty points. Uh, they're about eighty points, Jason, from breaking below. 11,000 uh, crude oil is up uh, and again like I said we'll know in the next day or two uh, it looks like we're going to get our first hurricane uh, that's going to go into the Gulf uh, right now if you took the computer models and put it right in the middle Looks like a direct hit to New Orleans. Let's hope that's not the case. It's still too early to tell, uh, but I just want to throw that out there. We've been really lucky uh, in that regard. Uh, but Jason was talking about Wall Street. Is it going to be gradual? Is it going to be this or that? Just remember, was it two weeks ago? One day, lost 5%. Yep. Right? Lost 5%. Everyone kind of gave up on the lows for the year are in. They gave up on that nonsense. And I think when we break below here, we're going to have another day like that. All of a sudden, the Dow's going to be down 1,000 or 1,500 points. Think about earlier this year. We, we went a, a, about a 90-day period where the Dow went from 37,000 to 30,000. But in that 90 days, it was three or four days where all the damage got done. And, and and that's what's you know that's how Wall Street seems to operate. Uh, they'll come here, they'll break down, we'll get to new lows. Uh, there's going to be a few days, just a handful of days. It may be two or three or four days 
where all the all the big damage gets done, and then the rest of it, it like Jason said, it goes up a little bit, down a little bit. Uh, but it's those days that that make it hard because you get fooled into, oh, okay, well it's okay now. The worst of it's over, and then all of a sudden, there's one of those days, Jason. Uh, correct. And so, so remember a day like today uh, where, where things seem to be a little more honest. The markets seem a little more honest as to what, where they're headed. Because, uh, Joe, I got the, the, the sinking suspicion. And if, you, if it sounds like we're rooting against the markets, in a lot of ways I, I am. You know, you're not supposed to say that. I am because it's rigged. And why do I get the feeling by, t- by the time we get back to November that it's very possible, Joe, that all, they're going to gain all this back. It'll just miraculously come back. Because we know that the uh, the politicians, they, uh, the controllers, they love the socialist style of government that the Democrats give us. So why do I get the feeling that we get close to November, suddenly all the markets will come back so that the voters, the mail-in voters before, so it might happen in October, and then uh, you know the, the the voting day in November. Why do I have the feeling they got to make it look good, rig it for, at least for a couple of weeks? Do they have that strength? Do they have the, the, the economic pull to do that? I, I'm guessing they do. But remember what well, we're at now. It, remember we don't, we're have at now. A, we don't have we don't have the next Fed meeting for six more weeks. Yes. So that gets us right you know right there after the election. So the next couple of weeks, normally if you follow these patterns, uh, you know I wouldn't be shocked to see about three weeks where they're like, okay, well you know. Uh, let's not focus in on what they're going to do, uh, you know, with, with the next rate hike. So it, I, it'll be close. I, I still think uh, we're not getting out of October unscathed. Let's see what let's see what happens, Joe. I mean, the, but, but to Jason's point, you know, if, hey, to Jason's point, it could be November. Well, the, the world could be uh, looking really horrible in October. But if, if the markets look okay, then a, a certain section of America is like, well. It ain't that bad. The markets are holding up. That that might be the, the thing. That the world looks bad. The markets are okay, Joe. That's kind of what I think they're aiming for if they rig it. Pato Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.